0: Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's. It's just kind of some things that I've watched, Um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, yo, what is going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack. Back at it again with the white vans. No white vans. You already know how this goes. Back in the black Adidas. Wearing my Florida Gator hoodie. Um, We did lose a... Pretty tough battle at the end of the game against Alabama, so I'm mourning our loss, but excited about the Cotton Bowl against the Oklahoma Sooners. I know this has nothing to do with anime, but I'm um, excited about that. I'm a little bit ticked off right now because my fantasy football team got annihilated in the championship, so I'm kind of down about that. One out of four leagues, and I still lost. Um, Still lost. So I'm still... I'm kind of wallowing in my, in my pity and my self-pity and my, my sorrow right now, recovering, but I'm still in good spirits because we're back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. I have no guest today. You know, I try to introduce him if I do have one, though I did just do a show um, and a collaboration with my boy Eddie over at TBD Podcast, uh, To Be Determined Podcast, so shout out to Eddie. Um, I think the episode that he said that we recorded is going to be re- released in January. So if you don't already follow him, or if you're curious about what we talked about, we talked through anime and kind of a self-intro to myself, um, feel free again to pop over to his podcast, which is, again, at uh, TBD Podcast. I think you can find him on Twitter um, at that handle as well. But um, I did do an episode with him. I was pretty excited about that. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk through... um, You know, we have the season, the, you know, Christmas and everything like that coming up. So what I decided to do is I decided to go ahead and talk through a few of my favorite siblings and anime. I know it's not specifically set around Christmas. I do have an update about a Christmas special that we're going to do. But um, I decided to go through some of my some of my favorite siblings. Now, again, as I always preface a lot of my other episodes, this is not you know, the list. It's not like, you know, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's it's the best list ever. It's Matt's list. That's not the case. It's just something that I enjoy. It's just some of my favorite um, siblings. Now, this is not all of my siblings. Right. You know, I try to keep it. I try to keep the episode kind of low for you guys. The time. So I'm not going to talk through all of them It's going to be a little bit of a lengthy episode just because of the people that I'm talking about. But I'm not going to talk through all of them. This is just some of them that I kind of thought about. And I'll, I will even give maybe some honorable mentions to some of the other ones that I was thinking about talking through. Uh, but this is just a few of those favorite siblings in anime um but before i get into that as always guys i definitely want to thank you each and every one of you for your listening and sharing the show without you guys this wouldn't be possible and it wouldn't be as it wouldn't nearly be or it wouldn't be as nearly fun it wouldn't be nearly as fun there we go i know i was gonna get that right um I, it wouldn't be nearly as fun so thank you for you guys um supporting and listening to the show um, if you guys aren't already, make sure that you're following me on Twitter and Instagram at anime talk twelve. That's anime talk, the numbers one and two. Um there you'll find anything with updates, news regarding to giveaways and upcoming episodes slash events and things like that. So um and before we get into the show, I actually do have some updates. So if you guys are following me on Twitter, then you know that I did drop the the um I guess the Logo or the 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 print, the printout and the make or whatever of what we're going to do for some stickers. So I went ahead and actually ordered fifty stickers. So I'm really excited to see how those come out. I think they're supposed to be here by the end of the year. So we're probably going to end up doing a um, an actual giveaway at uh, at the beginning of the year so definitely again that that pushes you guys to follow me especially on twitter i'm not as active on instagram yet it's just not a real big interface for me and it's not like in- interaction based for me but on twitter for sure so i'm probably going to end up doing a giveaway on twitter so you want to make sure that you're following me again at twitter on twitter at anime talk 12 um so you can go ahead and see what we're going to do about the giveaway i'm working through setting up um how i'm going to do the giveaway and I'm going to do a giveaway of probably 10 of those. The rest of them, I'm actually probably going to end up selling for like maybe four to five dollars just to make a little money for the show that then can turn into maybe some T-shirts, maybe some hoodies and things like that down the down the uh, down the line. So please be on the lookout for that and support me where you can, because everything that you guys do, obviously, I can put something back into the show. Um at the time of this recording, we are officially at 619 listens out of 1,000. Thank you guys so much. That is huge. I think we started September 15th, I think was my first episode. So for us to be able to make it, what, September, October, or October, November, December. So three months to have 619 views, like that's dope. So pat yourselves on the back. I appreciate that. Um, That's almost like, what, 300? No. 200, 200 a, a month, something like that. Um, so, I mean, you guys have been huge. You guys have been uh, very supportive. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I want to get to that 1K. I know people are going to say it's difficult and, you know, I'm putting a, a, a weird expectation on myself. I don't care. I think we can do it. Let's try to get to that 1K Listen, by the end of the month, going into the new year, we have a little bit over two weeks left to do so. So, again, share um, with your friends. If each one shares one, then, you know, we'll get to that goal. So, Thank you again for that and your listenership. And the last update that I have, and I kind of alluded to it just a moment ago, was Christmas special. So there will be, if you guys haven't already seen, I did a, uh, or if you guys haven't already heard, rather, I did a Halloween special and I did a Thanksgiving special. So I'm, I'm going to follow suit and do a Christmas special as well. I know a lot of people are doing those. It's probably going to drop on Christmas Eve um, into Christmas. So. Um, Just be on the lookout for that, so this week is going to be a double episode, and this is actually going to be my first anime movie review, and I'm actually doing a a movie review on the movie Tokyo Godfathers, Um, so I can't wait to do that, I'm I'm actually in the process, I'm going to record that as well, so that way it's already done, and you guys can kind of get an update, and you can kind of get a look into that movie, it looks really dope, the premise looks really dope, so I can't wait to talk about that, Um, so... That takes care of all of our updates. Um, if you guys do follow me again on uh, Twitter at anime talk 12 reach out to me let me know that you follow let me know who you are talk to me engage me you know let me know what's going on um, let me know if you like an episode if you dislike an episode if you have any suggestions or anything like that I've gotten a couple of people who have given feedback and things and have told me how they felt about the sho- felt about the show so please continue to do that let me know where you guys are from I'm seeing a lot of international um, like countries and things like that that the show is reaching out to so I want to know where you guys are from uh, Let me know again where you guys are because I want to interact with you. Um, And as always, before we pop into this, there may be spoilers ahead. So just know that you have been warned. Um, I try my best to keep spoilers low, but sometimes when I'm talking about these lists, it's kind of difficult to keep those spoilers out. So, um I think we covered everything, so let's get straight into the show. It's going to be long enough without me just going through my intro. <laughs> so um, a few of my favorite siblings and anime. The first one, and these are in no particular order, but my first one that I actually uh, wrote down and started to talk about was one that I really enjoy. And I really recently just kind of hit on it not too long ago um, was One Piece. So the show was one piece. It's a 8.5 out of 10, according to my anime list. Um, it has 955 episodes of which I am current. I always kind of add that up in there. It's one of those things that like, if I ever, if I go on like a job interview, they're gonna be like, how dedicated and how loyal are you? i will be like, you ever heard of one piece? And then do the little glasses, uh, adjustment adjustment. So they know that I'm i uh, I'm dedicated to the cause. But, um, I went ahead and, and, I am current on this show at 9.55. It is airing. It's been airing since October 1999. So it has been going for a very long time to the present and still going. Um, And the brief synopsis before we get into the relationship and the siblings that I chose. um, It's Goldie Roger was known as the Pirate King, the strongest and most infamous being um, to have sailed the Grand Line. The capture and execution of Roger by the world government brought a change throughout the world. His last words before his death revealed the existence of the greatest treasure in the world, One Piece. It was this revelation that brought about the grand age of pirates, men who dreamed of finding One Piece which promises an unlimited amount of riches and fame and quite possibly the pinnacle of glory and the title of the pirate king so dope show if you guys haven't started watching this i think and i i feel like i talked about this before i felt like i when i first started watching this i binge watched this show probably four to five episodes a day for about a maybe like two months, two or three months to catch back up um, and it became a job like, and it almost became kind of like too tiresome to catch up because every time I tried to catch up, um, new episodes were still coming out so it was difficult to catch up but now I'm officially caught up. Um, so definitely worth a watch. Very little filler and 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 things like that, like very little spillers throughout the show. Everything feels candid and it's, and it's that progressive style that I enjoy watching. But, um, but I digress. So getting into the sibling um siblings that I decided to discuss in this one, it was Sabo, Luffy, and Ace. So um if you guys don't know, obviously Luffy is the main character, Monkey D. Luffy, that they follow and his his quest to find the one piece and be the Pirate King. Ace is his brother that if you if you listen to the last episode, um Maybe not the last episode, the episode before last, um, where I talked about some of my crazy, the crazy anime deaths that that kind of rocked me to my core. You will know, that ace was involved in that one and Sabo being um, he was a noble that they ended up running into when they were a child um, who he wanted to be a pirate. But his family, they kind of disapproved of that, but they all kind of grew up together. So. Essentially, what ends up happening, and I have, like, so many notes on this, but essentially what ended up happening was Garp, which is Luffy's grandfather, um, and I guess technically Ace's grandfather, too, but basically Garp brought, uh, Luffy to be raised by Dan, who was a lady who had raised Ace since he was born, um, he was 10 years old when they, when they first met, um, And at this point, Luffy had already eaten the gum gum fruit. He was mad at his grandpa because his grandpa um, had told him that, you know, he didn't want him to be. He didn't want that. He didn't want he and Ace to be pirates. He wanted them to be Marines, but he had already made up in his mind. Luffy did that. He wanted to be the pirate king. Um, The Dan Dan decided that she didn't want to raise them. But at that point, Gart pretty much blackmailed her and was like, hey, like, I know all of your illegal activities. If you refuse and I'll turn you in. So basically she takes them. Um, Luffy follows Ace uh, when they first meet up. Luffy follows Ace. Uh, they didn't really get along together, but he followed him to this place called the Great Terminal, which essentially was a kind of like a I don't even know. It was like a really destitute town. Like I wouldn't even say it was a ghetto. Like it was it was worse than that. And it was kind of on the outskirts of a, this noble town and things like that. They would go out there and uh, they ended up getting involved in some with the Blue Jam Pirates, I believe it was. But essentially, they went to the great terminal. There were no there was no law, no doctors. There was a whole bunch of homeless and dangerous individuals that were roaming there. Um, They ended up essentially running into Sabo um, after hanging out with Sabo. He essentially, again, was a noble and he was like, hey, you know what? Like, you know, I'm a noble. His dad was like, you're a noble. You shouldn't be out there. You shouldn't be going to the great terminal. You should be sitting here and you should be learning to be a noble and blah, blah, blah. And all this other stuff, the hierarchy wanted him to be a a perfect gentleman. But instead of him doing that, what he ended up doing, he he essentially ended up running away. He found out that the nobles in his, uh, in his city that he was living in, they knew that the Grey Terminal was actually going to be burned to Ash with everybody there. And so Sabo, you know, these were his brothers at this point. And so Sabo, noticing that that was going to happen to them, he tried to run down and get into the Grey Terminal to try to find Luffy and, and uh, Ace. He couldn't find them. He ended up getting stopped, I believe, at the gate. He ran into uh, Monkey D. Dragon, which at this point, as far as we know, um, he is the uh, he is the dad of... Luffy, he ended up running into a dragon, and basically saying that he wanted to save, he wants to save his brothers, he wants to save his friends, and dragon kind of motivated him to do so. So the next day, um, he ends up, they end up getting like another foster kid or something like that, Steery, and that was the one who told him about the gray terminal about to burn. So Sabo ends up, you know, he gets put on, you know, house arrest. Essentially, he ends up escaping, um, and he decides that he wants to set set sail. So he decides to set sail. He goes, um, and I can't remember. I, I don't know if you remember. I don't. Never, I don't remember if, if he thought they had died or something happened because I remember they didn't see each other for a while. But I remember him setting sail. He gets onto a little a little fishing boat and he takes off into the water. And he's got his little pirate, you know, his little pirate, um, um, his pirate sail and things like that. And he's out in the water. And there's a nobleman that's coming in, like these imperial dragons, uh, like these. The, you know, they're like the 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 noble of the noble houses. They're like the the people who run the government. Um and there's a big boat coming towards him. And dude like pretty much pulls out a cannon and tries to blow up Sabo's boat. He blows up the boat. We see his hat float in the uh see his hat floating in the water. And I I can only speak for myself. Specifically at that time I was convinced that Sabo had died and we'd never see him again. Um fast forward so many, 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 many episodes later, you end up seeing Sabo again. Obviously, if you listen to my last, uh, not my last, but one of my podcasts prior to this about uh, Ace, then you would know that Luffy and Ace end up linking up. Luffy and Sabo end up linking up as well. Um, a very emotional time for them. So they end up coming coming back together. And it's really dope to kind of see their dynamic and how they all fit together. Luffy was more of like the, the annoying little brother. Sabo and Ace were like the protectors. And it was just a really dope um, dynamic that they had, which is why it was one of my favorite relationships. Um, only And the another thing, and this is obviously a big spoiler if you haven't already watched the episode. With everything that happens with Ace... Um Sabo ends up inheriting his fruit, which I thought was really dope. It kept the fruit in the family um his flare flare fruit. And kept the fruit in the family, and I thought that that was a really dope kind of kind of way to honor Ace um after everything that happened with him in the Marine Fold uh, arc. So it, that was a really really dope um, piece that they kind of brought that into it. And we're waiting for Sabo and Luffy to eventually meet again. I'm not current in the manga, so if you're one of those type of people that's like, oh, I know what's gonna happen in the manga, good for you. Like I I hope I hope that you're enjoying that. I'm not one of those type of people that um, sits down and just reads a whole bunch bunch of manga, but uh, I'm hoping that they do definitely link up in the future. Um, So that's just one of those uh, siblings that I enjoy. Uh, Another show that I enjoyed another pair of siblings is uh, from the show full Metal alchemist. So full Metal alchemist is a ranking of a 8.1. Again, according to my anime list uh, 51 episodes, it aired from October 4th, 2003 to October 2nd, 2004. Um, the synopsis for this one, uh, Alchemists are knowledgeable and naturally talented individuals who can manipulate and modify matter due to their art. Yet, despite the wide range of possibilities, alchemy is not as all powerful as most would believe human transmutation is strictly forbidden and whoever attempts it risks severe consequences. Even so siblings, Edward and Alphonse Elric decide to ignore this great taboo and bring their mother back to life. Unfortunately, not only did they fail in resurrecting her, They also pay an extremely high price for their arrogance. Edward loses his left leg and Alphonse his entire body. Furthermore, Edward also gives up his right arm in order to seal his brother's soul into a suit of armor. Years later, the, the young alchemists travel across the country looking for the Philosopher's Stone in the hopes of recovering their old bodies with its power. However, their quest for the Fated Stone also leads them to unravel far darker secrets than they could ever imagine. So, yeah. I mean, that 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 sums up the whole show. Like, literally, that's the perfect synopsis. Um, and usually when I get my synopsis, I usually get them, again, from my anime list. My anime list is just a dope place to kind of though if you guys I, I, I swear i don't have any sponsors with them though if they want to sponsor and somebody's listening from my anime list please hit me up um but they just have really dope um content there between that and fandom those are really dope sites that i use but i couldn't have said it better myself than about the the synopsis of the show and the reason why i chose this show is because if you've watched this and you already know and I've, a lot of people watch this show um Edward and Alphonse, like Elric, they have the dopest like siblingship ever. I don't even know if that's a word, but if it isn't, I just created that. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a patent for it. But um, they have the dopest siblingship ever. Just everything that they go through. I I didn't have a brother growing up. I had sisters, I had two sisters, but Having a brother like Edward and Alphonse, like that would have been so dope for me. Like, I, they were so close to each other, they went through so much together. Just like, like you said in the synopsis, Edward literally ended up losing a leg and an arm to save his brother uh, literally, an arm and a leg uh, to save his uh, brother by putting his soul into a suit of armor, um, which is huge. Like, man, I that, is, that in itself is a huge statement. So that's, that sets the premise for this show. So you can tell that they are heavily indebted and heavily involved in each other's lives. They don't go anywhere without each other. They go through so many different dark twists and turns throughout the world, whether it be the stuff that they found out with the homunculus, the philosopher's stone, the scar, like all the different you know, nemesis and bad guys that they end up running into their own father, like basically abandoning uh, abandoning them. Seeing their mom completely resurrected and then in a grotesque form in front of them when they're sitting there as kids, like you know, like young children. Um, just so much going on, and you know, they still persevered and they went through everything that show was just really, really dope, but I chose them and I don't even have to go into great detail about that, but I chose them just because of the, the love and the, the camaraderie that they have between each other and just the, just the wholehearted, like just love. Like I feel like they tell, they show a true love for siblings, for each other. Um, Always protecting each other, making sure that they're there for each other, picking each other when they're up and not kicking each other when they're down. Um, I think that that's true siblingship. So that's why they make the list um, here. So going into number three, number three, I decided to go and. Again, these are not in any particular order. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. These are just some that I like. But the third one on my list is from Dragon Ball Z. Um, that's an 8.1 out of 10. 291 episodes. Um, originally aired April 26, 1989 to January thirty-first, 1996. Uh, the synopsis. I'm not going to go like greatly into the synopsis for this one. But, essentially, this this picks up once Radix, uh, who is Goku's brother, shows up. He reveals that Goku is a warrior from a once powerful but now virtually extinct Saiyan race, whose homeland was completely annihilated. When he is sent to Earth as a baby, Goku's sole purpose was to conquer and destroy the planet. But after suffering amnesia from a head injury, his violent and savage nature changed and instead was raised as a kind and well-mannered boy, now fighting to protect others. Um, So... Essentially, Radix just shows up and decides, "Hey, you know what? Like, you were supposed to destroy everything, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna destroy everything and kind of take you back with me and, and force you to, you know, be the uh, be the bad guy that you're supposed to be." And uh, of course, they have the seven Dragon Ball, seven myst- mystical Dragon Balls um, that will grant any wish, and only the strongest will survive in Dragon Ball Z. So, the the siblings that I chose out of this one was actually two sets. So for this one, it wasn't necessarily sibling. It was siblings. Um, it was two separate, um, combinations that I kind of went with or yeah, two separate pairs that I went with. So Android 17 and 18. So I went with Android 17 and 18 because like in the, in this series, they were dope. Like they were really dope antagonists. I loved both of them together. Um, even the Super Saiyans, like Goku and Vegeta and everybody like that, was scared of them. Like they were definitely um, powerful, you know, antagonists. Um, they were turned into androids by the twisted scientist Doctor Giro, whose main goal for conceiving them was to exact revenge against Goku. So Doctor Jero ended up turning himself into an android as well, um, and he he had a lot of androids. There were a lot of androids in this series, but seventeen and eighteen were by far hands down the strongest ones around um, the two of them proved more, to be more than Dr. Jeroka handle. they killed him um, he was their creator they killed him and then they went after Goku um, they ended up you know they ended up like pretty much just destroying pretty much anything and everybody that came in touch with them, and they were worthy opponents for the Super Saiyans. But what ended up happening with them ultimately, uh, again, and I, I alluded to spoilers, was they ended up getting messed up by by a Cell who who later on later came throughout the Cell saga. So they were really really strong, really dope characters. I wouldn't say that they had a really like loyal sibling ship. They were androids, not saying that androids and cyborgs and things like that can't can't have feelings, but I would just say that they were more of like brothers of the brother and sister of destruction. Um just a simple fact of, you know, they were that's what they were meant to do was to destroy. They just took it a step further, killed their creator and decided that we were going to take Goku out on our own accord. And so they ended up uh, they ended up making a list because of that They just had a uni- unified main goal of what they wanted to do, and they did everything that they could do to potentially make that happen so um I ended up- w- going with them there and I also went with Gohan and Goten, which I really wanted to spend a little bit more time kind of talking through so we all know like Gohan was dope. Like young Gohan was was a baby, he was crying all the time, cool whatever. Teen Gohan, I don't care what anybody says, still to this day in that whole the whole Dragon Ball Z saga or the whole Dragon Ball Z like show, Teen Gohan is the man. Like he is the, the 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 boy, he's the kid. The, the father son, Kamehameha wave, his Masenko, his his strength. When when he saw everything that happened with Krillin, like dude was just, oh my goodness! Like Team Gohan, they they completely they completely hit that right. Like I loved him um, so much. So um, Gohan ends up. Gohan is you know he's the bigger brother at this point, Goten being the smaller brother. Um, so essentially what ends up happening is with Goten, he's younger, he's, he's a little bit, he's, you know, he's like Gohan in the sense that he wasn't really whiny, but they followed a similar path. He never really got, like, a teen version. I guess his teen version is pretty much right now, if you're in Dragon Ball Super, then you would know, like, pretty much where he is right now, where he and Trunks um, are, Goten, Goten and Trunks are, uh, they're the ones that make Gotenks, uh, which is the fusion form, where, uh, they do the fusion ha ah, they do that um and they they fuse together to make Gotenks which still has one of my favorite moves that galac- that super galactic donuts or the super ghost kamikaze super ghost kamikaze attack pretty dope um moves that they have but um they're they're actually really, really dope uh, characters when they fuse together, and they're dope apart, but Goten Goten specifically is set up to where he is is pretty much like the reincarnation of Gohan. They pretty much did a Gohan 2.0, named him Goten, and on top of that, they took and stripped away Gohan of all Gohan's like attributes, like it was the saddest I think character development fail that I've ever seen. Like they took Gohan, who was at the at the pinnacle of his strength, he was at the peak. He he literally stopped sale. I would say single handedly, um, but he pretty much stopped sale was this dope character. You took him, put him in school, and it was a travesty. They took him, put him in school, and then all of a sudden they came back with this great Saiyan man, which, oh my gosh, don't even get me started on that. But I, I just didn't like the way that they did his character at all. He was so strong, and for some reason they decided to nerf him, and now, at this point, like in Dragon Ball Super, they're trying to get him to the point where he's back fighting again, but it's like, oh dad, it's just going to take me a while to you know to get here. And Quick, quick! Besides even besides that, this is this is the part that I want that I want to highlight. Like, can we give Piccolo? And this is off topic, but can we give Piccolo like the Stepdad of the Year award? Like, because literally. Goku was in and out of you know, death and everything like that, not training Gohan or anything. And Piccolo stepped in and literally took care of and taught Gohan pretty much everything that he knew um, to get him to the point where before he ended up going and training with the Supreme Kais and things like that and giving his different abilities. But like... Piccolo was there like this whole time took this man and literally was like go- Goku was just like you know what man I can't really train him right now I got enough stuff going on hey can you take my son to go train him and Piccolo went and trained this man up to where he was you know at his at his height at the pinnacle you know at the top of his uh, at, at, at the top of his uh, his reign so shout out to Piccolo quick side out uh, shout out to Piccolo. So um, but anyway, so I I decided to choose this relationship or this uh, siblingship just because they're they're essentially I like the fact that they are essentially the same character. They just kind of retweaked it, created a Gohan 2.0, and I just don't like the way that they developed um, Gohan's character after that. So that's kind of a sad, you know, sad kind of add to this. But I like the fact that they are essentially, like I said, the same character just a little bit stronger and now that they give Goten the ability to hang out with Trunks and for them to do the fusion at this point like even though Gohan is pretty strong Goten is stronger like and he's a smart learner too like the dude picks up very quick on a lot of these abilities plus I mean your dad's Goku so I mean come on like you're gonna be pretty strong in the first place so that kind of wraps up what we were talking about for Dragon Ball Z. So um, before we get into a commercial break, I just want to recap and just say real quick, number, well, on the list we went through Full Metal Alchemist, or I'm sorry we went through One Piece with Ace, Sabo, and Luffy. We went through Full Metal Alchemist with Ed and and Alphonse Elric, and then we just did a Dragon Ball Z with Android 17 and 18 and Gohan and Goten. So I know that uh, we kind of just got started, but I feel like uh, I feel like I've been talking for a hot second. So I'm going to give you guys some quick time to kind of gather your thoughts as I gather my thoughts. And um, I'll go I'll go ahead and we will be right back right after this sponsored break. Um, So please stick around so we can pick up the rest of the episode. Be right back. Alright, thanks guys for sticking around with me after that short commercial break. I kind of got a little worried. It didn't look like it was going to record my first part, but it looks like it's finally recording or it's finally uploading. Um, So in continuation from where we left off when we were talking about, um uh not Bleach, but when we were talking about the uh, Dragon Ball Z. So starting in, uh, my, next on my list was Inuyasha. So Inuyasha, 7.8 out of 10. 167 episodes. It aired October 16, 2000 to September 13, 2004. Um, So, essentially how this one was is it was based on an award-winning manga for the same name. Inuyasha follows Kagome, a 15-year-old girl whose normal life ends when a demon drags her into a cursed well on the grounds of her family's shrine. Instead of hitting the bottom of the well, Kagome ends up 500 years in the past during Japan's violent uh, Sengoku, Sen period, with the demon's true target, a wish granting jewel called the Sh- Shikun or Shikan. I don't know why I act like I can't say that. The Shikan jewel reborn inside of her after a battle with a revived demon accidentally causes the sacred, yeah. After it uh, causes the sacred jewel to shatter, Kagome enlists the help of a young hybrid dog demon human named Inuyasha to help her collect the shards and prevent them from falling into the wrong hands. Joining Kagome and Inuyasha on their quest are the orphan fox demon Shippo, the intelligent monk Moroku, and the lethal demon slayer Sango, together they set, They must set aside their differences and work together to find the power-granting shards spread across feudal Japan and deal with the threats that arise. Okay, a lot to unpack there. So, essentially in this one, the two sibling ships that I chose were Kohaku and Sango and in Inuyasha and Lord Shishomaru. So, essentially, the reason why I chose these, Sango and, and Sango and Kohaku were pretty dope. They they ended up meeting somewhere through the through the timeline. I can't exactly remember where, but I know when they end up kind of coming in. Um, Kohaku was young; he was the younger brother, so he was constantly trying to follow in his sister's footprints. I think at one point he ended up uh, being possessed by. What was his name? What was the bad guy's name? Naraku. I think Naraku control was controlling him at some point, brainwashing him. Um, and so Sango ended up having to fight him, but he was kind of using him as a puppet. Naraku was, so that was kind of twisted. But Sango never tried to hurt him. She just kept trying to fight, but, you know, not, not deal a killing blow. They ended up getting him back. But I think when they got him back, he said he was on a quest to become stronger himself to where that never happened again, and he never got a chance to hurt his sister again. So he ends up going and training with Lord Shishomaru, um, who's in my second si- uh, sibling ship here. And Sango, being a demon slayer, she kind of understood. She ends up... um uh, kind of letting him do his own thing, but she also, you know, was a big sister so she kept tabs on him. They had a really dope relationship. There was a lot of tear jerkers between the two of them because you obviously hate having to fight or having to see siblings fight like this. So, it was kind of it was kind of hard to uh, to watch that happen, but they both ended up persevering, um, and Kohaku manages to improve and become a respectable opponent, whether his whether his enemies are human or demons. And that was because, like I said, he ended up um, training with Lord Shoshomaru And Sango, obviously being the older, she are, she always had the expertise and like the the better skill and things like that. So um, she kind of stayed around. She's still prevalent now. They're both very prevalent. Uh, if you haven't already watched it, I think it's Yorshimi Um or Hiroshima but essentially it's the half the half-blooded um the half-blooded princess the half-blood princess but that show is actually pretty dope it's a continuation of Inuyasha and I've been watching it on Crunchyroll if you haven't watched it yet I suggest that you watch it Sango and Kohaku actually make an appearance in this show and um a quick, you know, somber note as far as the uh, the voice actor for Moroku, rest in peace. Um, he did an awesome job for with Moroku in that show. And if you haven't watched Hiroshima, um, they ended up giving him a proper tribute, and you get to see him kind of one last time. So that was really dope to see how they um, killed off his character and kind of moved uh, kind of moved along from there. So shout out to the to the to the studio for the way that they handled that. Um, and then, then my second. Uh, siblingship with Inuyasha and Lord Shishomaru. Um, Shishomaru hated his brother, um, Inuyasha, because he left him the to to, to Sega. Um and Inuyasha, and Inuyasha was left with the... Uh, well, he was left with the... Okay, Inuyasha got the ten sega and um, Shishomaru ended up getting the 10 sega. No, I feel like I'm saying that the wrong way. I feel like, anyway... It was it was two different situations where one of them got, got the sword that the other one wanted. So I think it was the, te, the seiga. Yeah, the seiga was the one that Inuyasha got, and the seiga was the one that um, that Shishomaru got. And the one that Inuyasha got was actually the stronger one. Shisho, uh, Lord Shishomaru wanted that one. So there was already a hatred there. It was kind of like that sibling rivalry of like, you got the better one. I wanted this one. I'm the older brother, so I should have gotten this. Um, and his... Uh, Lord Shishamru's couldn't kill. Uh, that was his biggest problem with his sword, is that it was a healing sword. It couldn't necessarily kill. So that was that was more so where that was. So Shishamru hated Inuyasha because he got the better sword. Inuyasha hated his brother because he was always cruel and mean towards him. Inuyasha ended up cutting off his arm um, when he tried to steal his sword. So that was a that was another thing. Uh, but ultimately, um, he couldn't bring himself to use his full power to kill Lord Shishomaru Um, just because, I mean, he loved him at the end of the day. You know, he was still his big brother. When they got into it, he still couldn't kill him. Over the course of the show, Shishomaru and Uniyasha come to care for one another and even help each other on more than one occasion. Um, Though they never admit to they never admit this to each other. So they, they kind of end up helping each other behind the scenes. They never tell each other that they really care about each other. But they did have a couple of moments where they fought together, which was really dope. Um, so I decided to use this one just because, again, they, it, I feel like there were regular siblings. Like, how many times have you got into it with one of your siblings because they got a better toy than you? Like, I mean, it happens all the time. You get a better toy or, you know, you end up getting some kind of favor treatment, which in this situation... Inuyasha was a half-blooded, uh, he was a half-blood demon, so he was part human. His human mom, um, I, I feel like, and I feel like they kind of alluded to this, I don't think I'm making this up, but I'm pretty sure Shoshomaru is mad, be, too, because his dad ended up cheating on his mom with um, Inuyasha's mom, so he kind of hated him for that, too. So it's kind of like, you know, he's paying for the sins of his dad um, as well, so that was kind of that was kind of messed up, but I feel like that was something that was there. So there was, you know, there's a lot of different layers as to why he didn't necessarily um, like him, but they did ultimately care for each other. They just never admitted it. And again, you kind of see them in a similar situation kind of talking when they go into a lot of a lot of the different movies and things like that that came out from Inuyasha and uh, they pop up on the on the new um the new show as well at the very beginning. I haven't seen them much lately, but they had, they did they were together at the very beginning. So I thought that was really dope to kind of see them again. So that's why I decided to go with them and the last one is more so i don't know this one's kind of dope so i decided to use something i know that it seems like when i do a lot of my episodes a lot of people or not a lot of people but i always have this feeling of like always do older shows because i love older shows like i love older anime I, don't, I watch a lot of newer anime but it doesn't have this a lot of substance that i like from shows but this one specifically kind of Spoke to me, so I decided to do something a little bit different. So I actually used the show um, Hayaku. So it's an 8.5 out of 10 in um, roughly about 85 episodes. It's April 6, 2014 to the present. So this show is inspired um, after watching a volleyball ace named Little Giant in action, small statue Shoyo, Hanada um, revi- uh, revives the. Volleyball club at his middle school. The newly formed team even makes it to a tournament. However, in the first match, they turn out to be their last as they get squashed by the king of the court, Tobio Kaguma. Um, Hinata vows to surpass Kaguma. And so after graduating from middle school, he joins K- K- Karasuno. I have a hard time saying this one every time. But anyway, uh, he ends up joining the high school volleyball team only to find that his sworn rival Kaguma is now his teammate. So I don't have to go into great detail about this. If you haven't watched the show, I highly suggest it. I'm not a huge sports person when it comes to anime. I love sports in general, but at sports anime really didn't make sense to me. Um, like, but I've watched like the rock climbing one and, and freeze and, um, what's the other one the one the the bicycle one I've kind of watched those one and one offs every once in a while like maybe a couple of episodes at a time but this specific one is really dope so if you haven't watched this I suggest that you watch this I, I like playing volleyball and I like watching volleyball so this kind of added to that but I say all that to say that the the one that I actually love and if you guys aren't current now then this would definitely be a spoiler but the the siblingship of like like Sumi and Osumi, um like their relationship, like the brothers, was so dope. Like I thought that they were really, really dope characters. Um they're they're the Mia, the Mia tins, uh the, the twins or whatever, their twin brothers. Uh so one of them ends up having like yellow, goldish hair, and his brother has like um uh, it's like dyed blonde like it's like a I don't know it's like a weird it's like a black black color and like an original like kind of skin head color like his brother has but they're both really really dope characters they have a typical relationship um, between the, ten, the twins they have one that is usually like taking initiative where the other one just kind of follows along however um, whenever either one of them steps out of line they usually do like some kind of physical force to get each other back in line and teach them a lesson um, they have had interest in volleyball together since elementary school, and the two have been a vigorous rivals and push each other to improve due to their dislike for losing. On the court, they have perfect chemistry and can perform a godlike quick without prior practice. So the last part specifically talks to one of the recent episodes when we got to see them actually play against uh, Karasuno. I feel like I'm getting that right. Um, the high school that Shoyo and uh and Kaguya play for, like, they end up, they're so in sync. Like, one of them is the setter, and one of them is, is another, he's like a wing spiker or something like that. But they are so in sync to the fact that they have, like, so much speed. They're almost reading each other's mind. They both can play setter, kind of. Um, it's just a really dope connection that they have. And I think it's really cool. And the reason why they made this list was because they push each other to the next level, which I think was something that made me think like it was very similar to what happened in Four Mother Alchemists. They push each other to think they go through a lot of hardships. They end up fighting, I know at one point because essentially they didn't want to play like one of them didn't want to play volleyball anymore and they were, they thought that it was their time, that everything was good. And I was like, nah, dude, like no, nah. like you know, the other one was like, no dude, like you can't walk away now. We're supposed to push each other to get better and things like that. And they 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 continue to work and continue to to push to where they get to the school that they're at now in this, in this tournament. And they put everything out on the line. They end up learning that, that uh, the minus tempo quick that um, Shoyo and um, Shoyo and, uh, and Kaguma have been perfect. It took them forever to kind of perfect it, but they, they learned that mid match that just goes to show how quick and intelligent they are and how, how their thought process is. So, it was a really dope uh, series, really dope part to uh, to watch them. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was the end. That was the season finale. So we got to wait and see if we end up seeing them again. But uh, that was a really dope, really, really dope uh, sibling shift that I thought that I wanted to kind of call out on that one. So um, with that, with that, i am i'm done i know that normally my episodes are about 30 minutes this one was a little bit longer just because of the content i had to kind of go through but let me know if you guys like that i think i had a poll question before i've seen somebody have a poll question like what's an ideal time for a podcast like is it 30 i'd like to keep it 30 minutes but what do you think like reach out to me again on twitter let me know what you think at anime talk 12 but um in in uh in recap, so we talked about One Piece with Sabo, Luffy, and Ace. We talked about Full Metal Alchemist with uh, Ed and Al Al uh, El Elric. We talked about Dragon Ball Z, Android seventeen and eighteen, and Gohan and Go ten. Um we talked about Inuyasha with Kogome with uh Kagome with uh Kohaku and Sango and Inuyasha and Lord Shishomaru. and then we talked about Hayaku with uh Asuna and uh, Atsumi or Atsumu and Osumu. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm. I know I'm saying their names wrong. Um, I have a hard time with saying those names. But you guys know who I'm talking about. If you don't know who I'm talking about, just look them up. Um, but uh, but anyway, so. We went ahead and we went through that, making sure that, again, these are just some of my favorite uh, siblings in anime. I know I said that I was going to kind of give you guys some of my other ones, some honorable mentions. So some of the other ones that I was kind of thinking about using, and some people may be like, dude, why don't you just add them? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of talk about those. But some of the other ones that were there, I was thinking about talking about Aaron and uh, Mikasa Mikasa, um, from... uh, From Attack on Titan, I was thinking about doing that one. I was thinking about talking about Gara and Tamari from uh, Naruto, Meliotis and his slew of brothers, I was thinking about as well. And, uh, you know, those were just some of the ones that I was just kind of thinking about when I was thinking about this one. So maybe those will make the cut next time. So maybe when I talk about siblings, I'll talk about those specifically. But as always, let me know what you guys think. If you liked the episode, if you didn't like the episode again, you can find me on Twitter um, and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. Thank you again for everyone for sticking around and supporting the show. I definitely appreciate you guys. And make sure that if you like, if you like what you hear then you share. Um, if everybody just shares with, you know, one person, like they say, the, the saying, if each one reaches one, um, then we can definitely make sure that we achieve the goal that I want for the, not only for the end of the year, but just the the goal that uh, and success that I want for the show. I think that just just uh, kind of sitting down and talking through this. And if you guys have listened to my my Thanksgiving episode, I suggest that you go back and listen to that. But Just sitting down and understanding that I went from just sitting here and saying, hey, you know, someone telling me, hey, you have a voice that you should be on a podcast. And I was like, I hate my voice. It's cringy. Um, But... Saying that, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I have a knowledge of um, anime and I have a decent voice for podcasts. I just decided to sit down and start a podcast. And here we are. And to see that, you know, again, I'm at six hundred and nineteen listens by doing this all by myself. um, It's huge. And I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate the support and the, uh, the listenership that I've built and the following. So, again, be on the lookout. Um, for the stickers and giveaways and things like that, because I want to give back to you guys for for helping me and giving back to me. So again, if you like the episode, reach out to me. Let me know um, on on Twitter at Anime Talk Twelve. And um, yeah, I think that's it. So let me know wh- how I, how I can help or you know what I can do. Give me some suggestions if you guys got any. And until next time, peace. Oh. Oh 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 oh